Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Wow. Look at your neighbor and just do me a favor because you got to warm up a little bit. Look at your neighbor and say, that smile looks good on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I am excited to be here. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Um, man, I, uh, man, I think about it, I'm just like, God is just amazing. This morning, we had this fir- the first service, uh, we, had, we had a really good time. Amen. There were a couple of people shouting hallelujah, amen. I saw a couple of people stand up. So the pressure is on. <laughs> Not on me, but on you. <laughs> Amen. Lamentations 3. Lamentations 3, uh, verse 22. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions or his mercies never fail. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Well, if I could tag this text this morning, I would just talk about great is his faithfulness. My name is James Brooks, and I serve as the senior pastor of Harmony Community Church in Lawndale. And I also serve as the chief ministry officer of Lawndale Christian Health Center. Yes, I said that right. Chief ministry officer. Oh, y'all didn't get it. Chief ministry officer. (laughs) Not the CEO, not the COO, but I am the chief ministry officer. I think I'm the only person in the country that has that title. But I stand before you this morning to proclaim that God is faithful. If you don't get anything out of my talk today, I want you to get God is faithful. When I look back over my life and where God has brought me from, I can't help but say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all you have done for me. Is there anybody in here that know what I'm talking about? When you look back over your life, And you say, man, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I don't know where I would be. But the question I often ask is, how how in the world did I get here? How did I get here? Here I am standing up before you at Calvary Memorial Church. How did I get here? How did I get the role? How did I get into the role of chief ministry officer at Lawndale Christian Health Center? God, how, how did it work? How, how did it happen? And if you don't mind, this morning, I just want to share my story with you. So, but but here, here's the deal now. When I share my story, I'm missing my service this morning at Harmony. Okay, I'm just letting you guys know, I'm missing my service. So every once in a while, if y'all could shout back at me, <laughs> come on, and just make me feel like I'm at home, amen, that, that would help me out. So I'm going to share my story, uh, it, it, so, so just, just listen in and give me some amens every once in a while. In 2002, how did I get here? 
Well, in 2002, my wife and I were looking for a school for my daughter. And we wanted to find a good school. And one of our friends, Judge Carol Kelly, she, uh, she said, James, have you considered Grace Lutheran School in River Forest, Illinois? <laughs> Grace Lutheran School in River Forest, Illinois. In River Forest, <laughs> Illinois. Y'all ain't got it. In River Forest, <laughs> Illinois. And I immediately pushed back. I said, Judge, get out of here. I can't afford, I can't afford a school in River Forest, a private school in River Forest. How, however will I pay for that? See, I get it. You don't understand. Let me tell you what was going on in our lives at the time. I had left my good job working for the department, the state of Illinois Department of Corrections to come. I left because so many students, so many inmates were coming from the area code uh, or the zip code of 60623. And I was like, I can't take it anymore. And I went to work for a social agency called Westside Association for Community Action, better known as WACA in the Lawndale community, right on Central Park in Ogden. And there, I was only making 22000 a year. And I had a wife who was in school, and we had two daughters. So it was hard. It was hard. We couldn't make ends meet. And my father and my mother, God bless them, they're resting in heaven now. But I remember them saying, y'all can't continue like this. Move in with us. So here I am, a grown man with a beautiful wife, two beautiful daughters, having to move back in with my parents. While my friends are going on with life, I had to move back in with my parents, with my entire family. So now you get it. When, When Judge said, Grace Lutheran in River Forest. What are you talking about? (laughs) But we decided to give Grace a try. Give Grace a try. Some of y'all got that. We decided to give Grace a try. We called and we set up a meeting with the principal. While meeting with the then principal, Mr. Hugh Crest, He looked at me, and he said, Mr. Brooks, you would make a great youth pastor here. Yeah, that's me too. (laughs) You would make a great youth pastor here. I said, what? I don't understand what you're talking about. And he proceeded to get the job qualification out, and he handed it to me. And I looked at it. I said, see, you're wrong. You're wrong. Because there are two reasons you're wrong, Mr. Kress. Number one is that it requires, the job requires that you at least have a master's of divinity. See, you got to understand, at this time, I was a college dropout. And there's no way that I could ever work here. I'm not qualified academically. And then number two, number one was, I don't have the academic credentialing. 
Number two, I'm not Lutheran. <laughs> Who in the world is Martin Luther? I'm a Baptist, amen. Harmony Community Baptist Church. I don't know anything about liturgical worship, amen. I, I want to scream and make some noise. Because when I think about the goodness of Jesus, yeah. So, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I get excited. So I said, no, I'm not Lutheran. But he proceeded to say, man, you would be great. And however, as I was walking through the doors on Bonnie Bray, it's like heaven opened up and said, the Lord said, this is where I want you to be. I was like, really, God? He's like, really? It's 99.9% .9 white. You want me here? And I want you here. So as I was driving, as we were driving, we were at Harlem and Lake, if you could visualize that. I called back and I said, I said, may I speak with the pastor? His name was Pastor Modal. I said, Pastor Modal, this is James Brooks. And I believe the Lord is calling me to be your next youth pastor there. Y'all got to say, this is a Lutheran pastor I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, well, James, um, submit your resume, and we'll see about that. And however, after going through the interview process for months and meeting with many people, I received a call to be the first African-American staff member at Grace Lutheran Church. What am I trying to say? God is faithful. God is, is, is faithful. You, you see, I can't brag and I can't boast because I didn't have the credentials. All I can say is that God specializes in making a way out of no way. Oh. Sometimes I've learned, y'all, I didn't tell this to the first service, but sometimes I've learned that God, when doors are closed in your face, sometimes you just got to learn to praise them in the hallway. <laughs> because he can open up doors that you, you don't have room enough, you can't even believe it. So here I am now, serving as the youth director, youth pastor at Grace Lutheran. However, I must admit, although everyone was so nice, I felt that I was out of my league. Subconsciously, there was a part of me that thought that I wasn't good enough. Or even if I can be honest, I thought white was better. Or maybe it was what W.E. Du Bois coined as double consciousness. It's I'm always constant, always looking as an African-American male, always looking at myself. But I'm also looking through your lens to see what you see me, in me. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah. So as I walked around Grace, I was uncomfortable for a little while. All these well-educated white people. And here I am, a college dropout. I mean, you got to understand, my daughter's best 
friend, her dad was a neurosurgeon. (laughs) And we would get invited to go to their Christmas, I mean, their New Year Eve celebration and, 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 and things like that. I went to so many recitals, amen. <laughs> Violin, cello recitals, all right. So if you look at my playlist in my iTunes, you would, believe, you would say, what kind of guy is this? I got hip-hop, and then I got Beethoven. I got rap, and then I got Bach. Amen. It's just all over the place. But y'all, when I got to grace, I realized something, that God was up to something. God was up to something. While serving at Grace, I got the opportunity to go back to school. I went to Concordia University. But check this out, y'all. One day, Pastor Modal He took me to the front doors of Bunny Bray, and he said, James, what do you see? And I say, I said, I see a nice condo building on Bunny Bray. And he said, well, that's for you and your family. Come on. Yeah. Whew. I got my wife, I called her up, I said, they want us to come see the place tomorrow. We moving out of mama and daddy house. They want us to come see the place. And when we got there on the next day, we opened the door and there was a group of grace folks and they screamed, surprise! For not only did we have the place, but they had fully furnished the place. Tell me God ain't faithful. Won't he make a way out of no way? So here we are, living now in River Forest. (laughs) So I was able to go finish up school, graduated summa cum laude from Concordia. Come on, y'all. Then I went on to seminary. I took mission trips to Africa. Did a youth and theology certification at Princeton Seminary. So your boy, I'm walking across Princeton Yard. I'm from Lawndale. <laughs> oh, you can't tell me nothing. Amen. But I've learned sometimes you don't understand what God is doing. Sometimes you can't trace his hands, but you have to just trust his heart. Rewind, press play. Sometimes you can't trace his hands. You have to just trust his heart. All I can say, my brothers and sisters, is that God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. But in 2010, God said, it's time for you to go back to North Lawndale. Wait a minute. The call had come for me to take over my dad and pastoring Harmony Community Baptist Church, located right down the street from Lawndale Christian Church and Lawndale Christian Health Center. My father was saying, son, I need you. His health has started to decline. And God's spirit started tugging on my heart. But I was stubborn. 
There's no way I'm going back to North Lawndale. I'm comfortable <laughs> right where I am in River Forest. In Lawndale, the high school graduation is only 40%. Over half of the households make less than $25,000 per year. The population has dwindled to a mere 35,000 people. In the 60s, it was over 100,000. The violence is out of control. I don't want to go back to North Lawndale. And after all, my wife, she had become a soccer mom now. <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing just fine. But how I many of you know when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you, you just can't do what you want to do? So when people ask me what brought me back to North Lawndale to serve in the capacity that I'm serving in, all I can say is nothing but God's Holy Spirit because I was not coming. I give all credit to God. So in August of 2010, I gave my final ser sermon at Grace Luther, Pastor Modal. He was the then pastor. He stood up and said, James, life as we know it has ended. But let our new life together begin. And let me tell y'all something. Grace Lutheran has been a wonderful partner with Harmony ever since. Let me park here because these urban and suburban partnerships make all the difference in the world. So your support of Lawndale Christian Legal Center, Mac House, matters. It makes all the difference in the world. If it were not for grace supporting us, I don't know what we would do. So keep on supporting because your giving, your generosity matters. When I started pastoring Harmony, though, I got to be honest, it was hard. The things I had become accustomed to at Grace, Harmony just didn't have it. Things such as a copy machine. Yeah. A quality vacuum cleaner. A cleaning service. A staff. <laughs> money to pay a full-time pastor. Just a couple of weeks ago, I got to tell you this, Calvary, and we appreciate you so much because, Harmony, you let us use your bus outside so that we could go pick up homeless guys and bring them to our service. So thank you so much because we wouldn't have been able to do it without your support. Hmm. But one of my mentors... After about two years of seeing me struggle financially trying to pastor Harmony, he said, James, you are going to have to become bivocational. Days later, I then mentioned this to Coach Wayne Gordon about being bi bivocational. And he told me that there's a position at the health center. See, this is how, see how God is working. He told me that there is a position at the health center 
as the director of spiritual care, which is now known as the chief ministry officer. He said, I could recommend you, but I can't get you in. He said, he warned me. He said, James, I got to warn you. There were some, there are some white folks that you're going to have to interview with. <laughs> yeah, y'all get it? And I'm thinking in my mind, coach, do you know my, about my grace experience? I have no problem. But in 2013 of March, I received a call from the CEO, Bruce Miller, offering me the position. All I could say is God is faithful. It is an honor and a privilege for me to participate in what God is doing in Lawndale. Serving in my role at the health center and serving as a board member of the legal center, I have seen God working in a mighty way. But the work is not easy. I get to hear stories of our medical staff who can't help but live vicariously in the pain of their patients. Every day they are in the exam room seeing complex patients after complex patients. We have providers who get paid far less so that patients can have access to quality and affordable health care. A few months back, a member of Harmony got up and testified. She went to see a doctor at our clinic, and she testified. And I was like, what's so great about your visit? And she said, well, the doctor prayed for me. Oh, y'all, the doctor prayed for me. I don't know about y'all, but when you pray, something happens. My mama used to say, just, baby, just talk to Jesus. Because a little talk with Jesus will make everything all right. Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. It has been a joy working at Lawndale Christian Health Center. It has been powerful watching God's transform, transformational work in our community. Not only at Lawndale, the health center, but I get to see our partners like Cliff, Cliff Nellis and his team at the legal center working tirelessly to ensure that our children of Lawndale have fair representation in the criminal justice system. The Lord is faithful, and he's doing great things among us. Only God can take a place where mobsters and gangsters used to hang out and turn it into a place where we show and share the love of Jesus. We still, don't get me wrong, we still have a long way to go. Murders are up in North Lawndale. There has been over 40 murders in the past year and hundreds of other crimes. Just yesterday morning, young men was shot on Independence and Roosevelt. Just last night, I had a young lady call me and say, Pastor, please help my son. I need to get him off these streets. Pastor, please help. If I'm going to be honest with you this morning, I know we, we make it sound good, but it's rough. I'm tired. I get tired and worn out. Burying kids under the age of 25. Funeral after funeral. 
and didn't live to see the fullness of life. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard work. But one thing, God is faithful. God is faithful. That's what leads me to our text this morning. Prophet Jeremiah is the writer of the book of Lamentations, which makes sense because he is known as the weeping prophet. And lamentation means the act of lamenting or expressing grief. Jeremiah ministered for 40 years, urging the leaders of Judah to turn back to God. When Babylon invaded Judah, Jeremiah begged the leaders to surrender and save the people, save the city, save the temple. But they arrested him, accusing him of being a traitor. He was trying to help, but they handcuffed him and locked him up. But Jeremiah's words proved true. And the Babylonian army took the city and destroyed the temple. Jeremiah is now lamenting over the destruction of the holy city. Over the destruction of the holy city. On 16th Street and Pulaski, it's known as Holy City in Lawndale. Reason being, it's where the vice lords were founded. The notorious gang, the vice lords, were founded. Many lives have been lost along the 16th Street corridor. God, help your children. Lord, have mercy on us. Save us. We can't do this much longer. However, in this text, where we pick up Jeremiah, although life is challenging, he stops and he begins to reflect on the faithfulness of God. We can learn a lot from Jeremiah. When things seem crazy and out of control, we must intentionally pause and do some theological reflection. Do some theological reflection on the goodness of God. The songwriter says it like this, when I think, I can't help but thank. Amen. Woo, y'all missed that. When I think, I can't help but thank. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus, even though we're in a tough situation, when I think of his goodness, I can't help but say thank you, Lord. You know, in Lawndale, you learn to not take any day for granted. This morning, I got up, and I said, I'm so glad last night was not my last night. Amen. Devil, you should have got me where you had a chance. But now that I'm alive today, I'm going to give God some praise. Oh, uh, y'all. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter what context I'm in. I could be at Harmony in Londale or I could be at Calvary in Oak Park. I'm going to let it be known that God is still faithful. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions and his mercies never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. 
I'm almost done. But I got to give you two things before I leave. My time is running out. The first thing I need you to know, listen, I'm tired of talking. I want y'all to talk to each other. Look at your neighbor. The first thing he wants you to know, look at your neighbor and say, God is in control. Oh, y'all, y'all ain't shouting. Where the organ at? God is in control. God is in control. That is great news. That means the pressure is off of us. God is not calling us to be all powerful, for he is. God is not calling us to be all knowing, for he is. God is not calling us to be everywhere and everything to everybody, because he is. God is just calling us to be faithful and to trust that he will he is in control and he will not let us be consumed throughout the history of the clinic there has been some and still are some great people who have sacrificed tirelessly to get us where we are now but we must always remember that it was God that brought the clinic this far Yes, I understand that we've had some great people to come and go, but the reason the health center and the legal center are still going is because God is in control. We care. He cures. We help. He heals. We share. He multiplies. Can I get a witness in here? God is in control. Let me go down your road real quick and let you know, no matter what you're going through, no matter how bad the storm, God is still in control. So number one, God is in control. And number two, I need to let you know that God is consistently compassionate. I have breaking news for you. God cares for us and he will always be there. This is why our mission is to love God and love people. God never takes the day off when it comes to caring for us. Oh, y'all missed that. God never takes the day off when it comes to caring for us. Wouldn't it be a disaster if we called on God and we received the notice that God wasn't available? God is not just transcendent, but he is imminent. He comes to see about us. Therefore, we must not only share about the character of God, we must be willing to testify about the compassion of God. We are called to be conduits of God's compassion and have mercy toward one another. God is merciful. I knew y'all wouldn't go shout. So I thought that I'd do this little activity with you. There's something behind you. What is that behind you? Everybody look behind you. Oh, you know what that is? That's goodness and mercy following you all the days of your life. And therefore, because it follows you, you are called to be a conduit of that goodness and mercy towards somebody else. I'm done, but I wanted you to know that God is faithful. God is faithful. Calvary Memorial Church, I came by here this morning to proclaim to you that God is faithful. 
Amen. Londale Christian Health Center is serving over 60,000 patients annually. This is only because God is faithful. Londale Christian Legal Center is making a difference in hundreds of young people's lives every year. This is only because God is faithful. All right, y'all got it. Harmony Church is making an impact in Lawndale. This is only because God is faithful. Calvary Church is strongly proclaiming the gospel and changing the lives. This is only because God. And since God is faithful, therefore let us walk by faith and not by fear. Let us walk in love and not in hate. Let us take our eyes off of our problems and put them on God. Let us take our eyes off of the crisis and focus on Christ. We need to stop focusing in on our stuff and look to our Savior. I like this. Look at your, I like this saying. It says, look at yourself and you'll be depressed. Look at your circumstances and you'll be distressed. Look at the Lord, and you'll be blessed. Is there anybody in here that don't mind to say, I look to the Lord? David said, I will lift up my hands. He says, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help, because all my help comes from the Lord. God is faithful. That's why my mother would often sing, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Let the people of God say amen. Won't he do it? <laughs> Woo! Y'all got to excuse me. I feel like running a little bit. That's the Lutheran coming out of me. <laughs> Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you for this day. Thank you for reminding us of your faithfulness toward us. Oh, you are great. Greatly to be praised. Lord, even when we're fickle, you are faithful. Even though we are inconsistent with our love towards one another, you are faithful with your love toward us. So God, have your way in our lives. We surrender all to you, oh God. Great is that faithfulness. And Lord, before I leave, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you so much for taking me on the journey that you took me on. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Even when I couldn't trace your hand, I trusted your heart. So God, thank you right now. Bless Calvary. Bless all the partnerships that they have with the legal center, the health center, all, all that they're doing. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank y'all so much.
for listening to a Lutheran. <laughs>